Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am so jazzed to introduce you to someone who has... What she has established, what she has created, is absolutely amazing. I'm talking about Gisela Scherr. She's joining us here today, someone that is not just passionate about how to work with energy, but she is extremely passionate about how to share what she's learned, what she does, and how this works to bring our lives to this incredible energetic vibration. She's a native of Germany. She holds a master's degree in architecture and practice for over 10 years throughout her career the spirit of uh, place was in the forefront of all of her designs so today we're going to get to talk with her about the practice of feng shui what it means to create an energetic connection between people places and sites and so part of her journey is that she's taken this passion and has also created a way to teach other people and i'm talking about that realization through the emerald feng shui institute that she created in 2004 so you're going to get to hear about what her work is about but more importantly what each of us can learn about energy about feng shui about how to create harmonious interactions in our lives so i want to introduce all of you to a amazing colleague someone that is going to be a regular on the show gisela Stur. gisela thank you so much for joining us today well thank you for having me on the show dr Ted. i'm very pleased to be here today it's great to have this conversation with you. I mean, I briefly talked about this idea of energy and what it means. But there is this harmony that you work with in creating with people, this harmony in the natural environment. How did you go from architecture to what you've created today? What was that journey like for you? Well, you know, my path into feng shui is by no means a linear path. Just uh-huh. like feng shui is not a linear art. And in fact, I, I could not really pinpoint a certain date or time when I started. In a way, uh, I embraced the concept of feng shui, the concept of feng shui all my life at different points, but without consciously knowing or thinking of feng shui. So, for example, uh, connectedness to nature was for me a very strong urge early on, and I always needed to be out and go out into nature and uh, connect with nature. For example, I loved on early, during the early summer months, uh, as you mentioned, I grew up in Germany and I was living near the fields and the woods, and so I loved in the early summer months to go out into the fields and kind of take a little run and then jump right in the middle of a meadow and create and flatten out my little space, take a space and just lie there. Mm. And these moments were very precious. That's when I felt I was totally at one with the nature and the bees and the bugs and the white flowers around me. And it's in those moments where I felt that I can really connect. I was fully connected to nature and through that way also connected to myself. It's such a natural place to be, yet we seem to have lost or gotten out of touch with what that's about. And isn't that really why you're at the place that you're at now, to kind of remind us, to bring us back to that place that that is so beautifully integrated, that place of harmony, that place of connection? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, you asked me also, for example, how I got from yeah. architecture yes. into the field. You know, as I came eventually to America and 
and then started to go into school of architecture. And I loved architecture. I fully embraced architecture. It's a wonderful profession. And uh, I was especially drawn, though, to a Japanese architecture. Mm-hmm. I was very intrigued by the simplicity and the elegance. And uh, at some point, I did a report on the book, The Tao of Architecture, mm-hmm. by Thomas Cheng. Yeah. And, and in this book, he explores the different architectural components in terms of their energetic values and looks at the intangible aspects of space. And so that got me the first... Uh, kind of look at space from a different perspective and the energetic. At the same time, actually, interestingly enough, I was also introduced to I Ching. The I Ching is the ancient Chinese book of change and transformation. It's the oldest uh, continuous system of investigation into the nature of the universe and the interrelatedness of heaven, earth, and man, of everything. Uh, so uh, when I, I graduated then uh, from architecture and uh, just loved my work, but I always had the sense that something was missing and that something turned out to be feng shui. Mm. It was in the early 90s that I came across the first books on, on uh, feng shui, and, uh, but it wasn't until I picked up William Bear's book, Feng Shui Made Easy. And in that book, uh, he had the uh, telephone number, and I called that number, and I found out about the first international feng shui study tour to China, about the first international conference, and I went to both. And I had to make a decision at that point to give up my last job. Just from there on out, I created my first uh, business creative feng shui consulting firm, and went from there. And uh, mm. Wow. There were actually two very particular aspects that I very much like in architecture. I mean, architecture is a very complex profession. Yes, it is. You know, I mean, it does include technical aspects and so on. And uh, you have to really divide up the, the different specialties. And so there's actually really not a lot of space for a lot of things. And so the two aspects, however, that were for me very important was at the beginning of the project to meet with the people that the building was built for, whether it was a business or a school or a mm-hmm. uh, For me, it was very important to make personal contact with these people, to sense what, where, what their aspirations were for that space, what they want that place to feel like, what, it was to, what that place was going to mean and what would meant for them. So that was very important. And the second aspect for me was also the beginning of the uh, project to go to the site. I mean, we learn as architects to read site plans and where there are hills and this and that. Right. But there is nothing that can make up for being on the site, putting your two feet on the ground, and to connect that piece of earth. And to listen to the elements looking where the sun comes in, what are the, is the, the plant on the side, where the plant materials on the side, where there are rocks, and how the cheese flows. Uh, anyway, nothing, no mm-hmm. drawing can substitute this actual experience to be on site, to connect to the site, what, uh, how one can work with that site. Well, now, both these aspects, uh, I always felt didn't get enough time. There was not enough time, as I say, there are so many things taking from Right. But this, as I said, that 
else, this element I felt missing was turning out to be feng shui, and I called feng shui mm. the intangible aspect of architecture. You know, what I love about this is that we have a sense of when the elements around us are working and when they're not. And I've got to ask you this question. I mean, you know, feng shui is something we hear a lot about, but very few people really understand um, the meaning or how it affects their lives. So my question is, how is feng shui specifically relevant to what's going on today in our in our time, in, in these days and times, so to speak? Yeah, well, I'm glad you asked this question. Because as I say, for me, feng shui is more like the way of life, yeah. right? Now, we are living in quite some interesting times. You know, there's a lot of upheaval, up, lots of change going on, especially lots of change in the area of spiritual awakening, right? And during the past 20 plus years, we have undergone here in the Western world quite a shift in our perception of our environment and our relationship with nature. And that goes way beyond the environmental movement, right? Yeah. And this becomes evident in many lives. For example, in medical professions, we see the alternative health methods moving to the forefront and become part of the curriculum at the universities. That is, the, the holistic approach to light is no longer a new age phenomenon, as you very well know. Right, exactly. And it has become well established and respected. Uh, you know, more and more people are drifting away from the traditional uh, medicine of dissecting and isolating. And they're seeking out ways of, uh, holistic ways of healing and caring for the body. What they are doing more, what they are resorting to is energy medicine, right? Exactly. And, and, and I, several years ago, I came across an article about energy education. Mm -hmm. It's referring to the teaching and the learning about energy source within our body, how we feel and read the energy within, how we motion our body in harmony with this energy, how we can nurture this energy, how we can cultivate this energy, right? Now, feng shui applied to our built environment might as well be called energy architecture. Oh, I love that. You know, feng shui. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Feng shui is about uh, reconnecting energetically with our environment from within. Well, you know, we go into places, structures, buildings, restaurants, you name it. And we know, some people do, you walk in and you feel something's not exactly right, but you just don't know what it is. When we come back, we'll talk about what it is. My very special guest today, want to make sure you have the website, createfengshui.com is one way to get there, createfengshui.com. When we come back, we'll be talking about this energy, but we'll also be giving you some ideas about what to look out for for yourselves. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Ready to manifest your heart's desire? Want to know the secret to navigating life's in-between times with confidence and skill? Ready, set, manifest with life coach Debbie Lacey offers real tools to coach yourself through the in-betweens and leaps in life. Say goodbye to being stuck and hello to Ready, Set, Manifest. Visit theinspiredcoach.com and join the next Ready, Set, Manifest telegathering. You're not lost. You're getting ready. Visit theinspiredcoach.com. Living your life to the max means that you can have everything you want. Empowerment Psychic, Linda Dickinson can show you where you're headed and teach you how to change your future. Linda will share with you the messages of those who have passed before you. For a private session, visit InMyFuture.com or call 800-206-9096. Listen to Linda Dickinson on The Dr. Pat Show. Call in and hear how you can be the producer, director, and lead in your life. Today is the day to start living your life 
to the max. What if being lucky wasn't some random circumstance? What if you were actually the generator of luck in your life? Aqua Mantra believes you are, which is why they created I Am Lucky Premium Natural Spring Water to remind you to say the mantra with every delicious sip and own the possibility that you truly are lucky. Pick up your case of I Am Lucky Water at aquamantra.com forward slash I Am Lucky. Now available in biodegradable and recyclable bottles. Lucky for you, lucky for our planet. Is today a good day to apply for a job or to ask for that promotion? Well, the Good Timing Guide uses astrology to identify the best times for many daily work activities. It provides easy-to-read color codes for daily access. Show host Madeline Gerwick is offering a special pre-order price on her 2011 Good Timing Guide and or her newsletters. Now through April 5th, save up to 20% by pre-ordering next year's guide. Have the wind at your back with our best deal all year. To save today, go to askmadeline.com. That's A-S-K-M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E.com. Or call us toll-free at 877-524-8300. That number again is 877-524-8300. Remember, pre-order savings for your 2011 Good Timing Guide and our newsletters are only good through April 5th. So act now. Visit askmadeline.com or 877-524-8300. Is Egypt calling you? Join Dr. Friedemann Schaub and Danielle Rama Hoffman for an initiatory journey to Egypt, May 2010. Picture yourself meditating in the Great Pyramid, cruising down the Nile on a private sailing yacht, and exploring ancient temples in exclusive visits. For a journey that expands your consciousness and opens your heart, call 866-903-6463 or visit EgyptIsCalling.com. everyone welcome back to the dr pat show for more information about us go to www.thedrpatshow.com or dr pat live for more information about my very special guest today uh gisela Stur, you can go to a number of websites but this this website will get you there create feng shui.com create feng shui.com and for those of you out there that want to find out more or if you would like to receive 50 percent off of an average size residential feng shui consultation with my very special guest today uh you could call into the show and we'll make sure we give you that 50 percent off gift certificate 1-800-930-2819 that's toll free 1-800-930-2819 Gisela, thank you so much for joining us here today we've got so much to talk about i want to get back to the conversation about energy and harmony and why this is important in today's world you know what we can do what we need to know and what can we learn uh yes to pick up as a feng shui is totally about reconnecting energetically with our environment from within it's totally about learning about this world of energy around us and uh, i'm glad to mention also harmony we all know that uh feng shui is about harmony about how that concept of harmony is often not really understood and let me just point out what we understand uh, uh, how we understand the concept of harmony. Uh, it's like we all have feel, a lot of people feel of that we have lost our intimate connection to the earth. And in fact, the concept of harmony with the natural environment is totally in variance with the philosophy of domination 
over the natural world, mm. which is so inherent in Western technolo- technological society. The concept of harmony with nature is also invariant with our analytical way of thinking and with our need to totally understand everything with our intellect. So when we work with feng shui, we want to move beyond the limitations of our intellect and to reconnect with our feeling and to really connect with the deeper wisdom within that will enable us uh, to really connect with our spaces. So I want to have people, I encourage people to connect, to engage their feeling consciousness when they get the feeling connection to their home, to everything around them. And of course, feeling has many different layers. It's totally the a total intangible aspect. I know, I know. So, and I, you know, before we go on, I would yeah. like to recommend a certain practice and exercise that you can do. Uh, coming out with, I want you to do go into a little meditative uh, moment where you close your eyes and then envision yourself coming home to your house and walking the path from your car, whatever, up to the front door. Very consciously open your inner senses and take in everything while you're walking and sense, you know, what is, uh, how does it feel like walking to the front door? Uh, stop a moment, feel yourself. Totally in that process, what it is when you open the door for the first time. What is that feeling that greets you? Is it like a like relief that you're entering your oasis? Or is it something like it's cranking down on you? So make this go through your entire home in totally connecting on the feeling level with every single room. Sit in your favorite space, sofa, chair. Uh, lie on the bed, totally move to this home and take this all in and then take some notes. Mm. Because you will really be amazed on what you uh, find out about yourself and your place. You know, some people come out right away, they see, oh, that's that space that just doesn't feel good for uh, So first take that kind of feeling inventory of your home. Well, you know, one of the things I want to talk to you about as you were kind of talking about this, I was thinking about this because, you know, do we like to come into our homes and sort of linger in that doorway area? Or do we just get in there as a place to drop our coats and get out of it quickly? And I was really struck by what you were just talking about because what I realized, you know, for, for me, that's kind of what's happening right now in, in my, you know, in my office space. It's like there's that area that you walk into that's kind of okay but you just really can't wait to get out of there and get into another room. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah no I think it is very important the, the first place you are entering into your home yeah. should be clear wow okay yeah, it should yeah. be you know we want to have a way that uh, and you know I we have a whole session I think we are talking about tea where we will get more but it's very important that you get into your and have a sense of clear, yeah, uh, uh, clear space. Well, you know, it's actually true. I mean, you know, some of these things that we do are so important to us. Are there rooms in particular that or spaces that that we really need to take action if they don't feel right? Or is it sort of all of the harmony of all of the space? Well, 
You know, in general, we, we should t- uh, look at the concept of harmony, of bringing exactly. harmony to yeah. different areas. Okay. Uh, the areas, you know, that it's, it's like not piecemeal. I know, for example, your, uh, the theme here, I think, of this month or the week, you talk specifically about prosperity. Yes. And, you know, I, what I would uh, like to point out there, for example, what we're doing is just focusing in on one spot. You know, we have a tool, for example, in the intuitive practice of feng shui, which I'm practicing which is called the bog one, the octagonal shape. And so it's reflecting as if each area of the bog was associated with one particular aspect of life. So one aspect definitely is prosperity, but we need to look at all of them because they're interrelated, interconnected. And uh, my teacher, Fair, for example, rather than talking about prosperity, it's called fortunate blessing. Mm-hmm. So what I can, let's sit down and just first, and look at what the what are the blessings in your life. Yeah, prosperity also in connection with that is an all over uh, aspect concept. You really, prosperity is not only the material aspect, and so we have to look at the all over picture. And as I mentioned earlier, I Ching, the Ching, which is at the base of Feng Shui as well as all the other art, Chinese arts and sciences, and brings them together has this beautiful paragraph about, you know, prosperity, what it is. It's prosperous. It's abundance of health, abundance of beautiful flowers around it, abundance of spaciousness, abundance. uh, So it's all together. And another aspect in connection with prosperity, for example, is that of being able to let go. Mm. (laughs) This may be something you don't expect to hear when you talk about prosperity. Well, you know, it, it really is something that it, it, that we do talk about. You know, I learned not too long ago, but sort of my introduction to the field of energy, I learned that, you know, the universe, as one would call it, just cannot stand to have clutter. You know, it, it needs that vacuum so it could bring to you that which you truly want in thriving and abundance. But if we're all got, if we've got stuff all around us that really isn't serving us, um, it is time for us to let things go, and not just physical things, but emotionally. Yeah, yeah. You know, as I say, I think we have a whole session where we will be talking about exactly. energetics, you know, because what, uh, coming here from the architectural world, for me it was very important to see how uh, I can bring harmony and uh, mm-hmm. all the aspects together. And, you know, I, 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 I think I mentioned uh, uh all over, we want to take a look at all the aspects and the components in our space. And I like to talk about right. form and function in connection with that, right? Exactly. And uh, so that we take into consideration, for example, how, you know, the structure or the form of a building needs to be wholesome, right? And convey the aspect of stability. You know, the function that's reflected in a floor plan where you look at uh, how Bases are relating with each other, mm-hmm. how they connect in the base. And so we need to look at all these aspects in, in the same way to look at the aspect of uh, prosperity, how it relates to all the other aspects of our life, you know. And then the feeling uh, is like uh, the, uh, the icing on the, on the cake, right? It has, of course, many different layers, but brings it connected all together. And make sure that all these elements are harmoniously in harmony with the uh, the site, 
uh, in harmony with the different people. Like, for example, I can tell you this and that, but when it comes down, because I have to look at the energetics of the particular person, too, right. when I come, because everybody has a different need. You know, for, uh, for example, I can get some information about the energetics of the person with astrology. I include in my consultation ninth uh, the astrology. Not a Western astrological system. In fact, it's a wonderful, mm-hmm. uh, uh, accessible uh, system of astrology. So, we're always there is this. Uh, you need to see the entire picture and how everything is interconnected. And when people don't feel good in a place, mm-hmm. then there is something out of harmony. Well, you know, you and I are going to talk lots about this as we move forward. Everybody, go to createfengshui.com, createfengshui.com. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho. Thanks to our very special guest, Gisela Stirrer. We've got lots more to come. I said I tried. 